Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. If you want to look at how well we are faring against the coronavirus these days, look no further than Michigan, or more specifically, the University of Michigan. The sprawling campus in Ann Arbor sees about 25,000 undergrad students on campus this year, all under the watchful eyes of health officials from the school and from the Washtenaw County Health Department, who Tuesday ordered the campus on lockdown. It seems as though some 60% of the new COVID cases reported in the county in recent weeks have been University of Michigan students. So to slow the spread, school officials say the stay-in-place order will be in effect until November 3rd. Students will be allowed to leave their residences only to go to the rare in-person lab or class or to get food or medication or to exercise in groups no larger than two. You might think such a restrictive order would put the season-opening football game this weekend in jeopardy, but you'd be wrong. Because for some reason, the lockdown order doesn't include varsity sporting events. <laughs> some reason. Some reason. What could it possibly be, Cliff? I don't know, reason? but it looks like a dollar sign to me. I guess, a giant dollar <laughs> sign. And speaking of this whole COVID-19 mess, Cliff, I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Uh, okay, if go this ahead. thing thinks it can spoil my Halloween, which is one of my favorite holidays ever your your spoil your halloween yes well okay. you know you can't go here you can't do this you can't do yeah. that if it thinks it can do that it has highly underestimated my ability <laughs> to sit on my couch with the lights out yep. eating candy by the handful i was gonna say your halloween usually consists of sitting at home eating your own candy and not getting any trick-or-treaters that's right so there covid <laughs> take that the number is 812-682-0520. Yes. That, of course, is the number to the Anytime line here on the Morning Road Show. That's correct. Now, let's just be careful who okay. we are texting. And while I really appreciate anyone yeah. who wants to text into that number, mm -hmm. make sure you are texting the right number. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> Uh oh! What I don't happened? believe there's mm -hmm. any possibility, yeah. any way, yeah. that whoever sent this text meant it for you and I, uh -oh. Cliff. Uh oh! What? Well, what? What did they say? They say, "Honey," and that threw me off right there. Yeah, honey, I'm stuck in traffic with diarrhea. I don't know anybody well enough, Cliff, that would be sending me a text <laughs> like that. I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody. Do you? Well, I mean. You know, I, I don't know. The people who I'm close enough to probably wouldn't send me that text message because they know what I would do with it. <laughs> I saw that pop up and I went, well, that's a little bit too much information this morning. And I don't think you really meant for Cliff and I to be reading that. So let's be careful with our fingers and what we're... Uh... I'm stuck in traffic with diarrhea. Well, it happens. I understand that. but Well, uh... I mean, it, yeah, it... Where do you get stuck in traffic at? I have no idea, Cliff. I don't know. We'd, once again, we have a story about scientists doing things they'd probably be better off to postpone until after the year 2020 is over with. A professor from the University of Surrey in England has published a theory he believes could, if it comes to reality, move technology forward in a fantastic way. 
electromagnetic energy in the brain enables the gray matter to create our consciousness and, well, and to think. It's what makes us dream and creates our skills and interests. It's what keeps us entertained and makes us work. And Professor John Joe McFadden says, finding out how that brain energy field works could pave the way to better computers and robots that can think for themselves. And I'm going to tell you right now, you want a Cyberdyne Systems Model 101, otherwise known as a T-800, because that's how you get a Cyberdyne Systems Model 101, otherwise known as a T-800. And if you don't know what that is, I'll tell you. It's a cyborg consisting of living tissue over a robotic endoskeleton. It's the thing that has a CPU made up of artificial neural networks with the ability to learn and adapt. And one of the things it learned back in 1984 in the movie Terminator was the phrase, I'll be back. We don't want that. <laughs> We don't want that. No, we don't want that, Cliff. <laughs> From what I hear. <laughs> Have you never seen Terminator? I've never seen Terminator. What? Are you serious? <laughs> I know that, that Arnold Schwarzenegger be? was in it, and I know that was the big line from it. <laughs> and a girl named Linda was in it, and that's about all I know of that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm absolutely stunned right now, Cliff. What is that? I was uh, looking around on the internet while you were doing the news at seven. Instead of paying attention, yeah, but that's normal. I um, stumbled upon yeah. Hershey's. Yeah. The chocolate folks. Mm -hmm. And you can pre order. They won't deliver it before um, Halloween. It's probably a way to get rid of their Halloween candy since a lot of people won't be going out and about. But you True. can get, Cliff, a two and a half pound box of Reese's delivered to your house directly from the factory for $30. Really? That is cheap for Reese's. Two no and a kidding. half pounds right to your house. If they could ever come up with this stuff, Cliff, where you could get it through an IV drip, I would <laughs> love that. I don't even... Just hook me yeah. up to it all day long and just let it drip yeah. in me. 30 bucks mm. is pretty cheap. No, you're right. Wow. And, you know, we uh, mentioned yesterday some folks up in Washington, Indiana, you know, yeah. guys. <laughs> it's Hershey's.com is the website that, you know, oh, no. you know, if you're so inclined to do that. And if you're mm -hmm. so inclined to vote in our gigantic candy contest, please go to WeedandCliff.com right now. Underneath yeah. our face, hit on the link. That's two clicks. That's all you have to do. You would think, Cliff. We're trying yeah. to run a marathon with this contest. Put, I mean, it's not like we put a bunch of complicated steps. You go to weedingcliff.com, you click the link that takes you to the page for the candy challenge, and then you click the vote. That's all you have to do. <laughs> and I just looked, Cliff, and so far, yeah. it's a runaway. Oh, it is. Huh? It I is. Reese's is way ahead of the Butterfinger. For the world's greatest candy. Oh, okay. So it looks like, Cliff, Reese's yeah. may be the grand champion on this. And remember, yeah. you can send us two and a half pounds of Reese's for $30 delivered <laughs> at, at right Hershey's. to us. Yeah, Hershey's.com. Click shop in the upper right-hand corner of the page. Yes, please do. <laughs> a very interesting question on our uh, Anytime line this morning, Cliff. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, the question basically is, yeah. when... Do you feel like you've gotten old? It's not really a number, Cliff. It's not really like, you know, 45 or 50 or whatever like that. I think you're really 
to the point where people think you're old is when you fall down and people no longer laugh about it, they rush over to see if you're okay and if you can get back up. I really think that's the time. <laughs> that... That's how you know when you're old. Yes. We I think we can generally agree, after spending years gathering evidence that people will steal anything, anytime and anywhere, it's really no longer necessary to have people prove it to be true anymore. In fact, in some areas of San Francisco, the need to prove that has gotten so bad that the Walgreens at the corner of Van Ness and Eddy Avenues closing because of the insane amount of shoplifting that's taking place inside the store. Officials say it's the third store to close this year for the same reason. People are stealing the profits and the stores are going away. Scores of people swarming the store, ransacking racks, pilfering thousands of products, leaving the shelves bare. And people are hauling stolen stuff out by the garbage bag load. In fact, a TV news crew earlier this week went to that Walgreens to do the story, uh, a story on the problem. And while shooting video for the story, caught a criminal live jumping the counter and making off with stolen goods. <laughs> No shame, people. You have no shame. There is no shame, Cliff. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I got a good idea, I think, Cliff, on this pay-per-view deal. Oh, for the IHSAA? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that, um, well, it's too late now because I did it yesterday, but I think folks yeah. would, uh, I think they would pay up some money to watch me clean out my gutters with a leaf blower at my house. Me trying to balance myself walking around on the roof, and there's always that leaf, you know, that won't get out of the gutter. So you have to yeah. bend over on your yeah. tiptoes and reach down, you know, and grab that leaf mm -hmm. and pull it out because, yeah. you know, it bothers me if there's one left in there. <laughs> and the entire time the roof is trying to, because of its slant, trying to yeah. push you over the edge. You don't know how many times I balanced on that on that roof yesterday, hollering, I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall. My neighbors are looking at me like, are you wanting me to do it? No, I can do this. I was scared to death. So, and, and let's just also point out, you have a bad history in this area. Yes. Is this not true? I have fallen off that same roof. You have fallen off of a roof. Uh, broke my ankle. Broke your ankle. The little, and you know, knob on your ankle. Yeah. Went straight off of there. <laughs> Broke it right oh, off. No. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is, so this is, you, and you still feel effects of that injury to this day. Yes. The three screws <laughs> that put the uh, ball and, back on my ankle. Yes. <laughs> and yet you still continue to do this. Well, I'm not very smart. I mean, I think we all know that. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm sure not going to be able to afford to have, pay somebody to do it. So well, I'm going to yeah, have to do it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So there I was yesterday. Oh. Yes, yeah. and that terror of falling off again once you do it, yeah, it never leaves. I don't care what they say about if you fall no. off a horse, get back on it. No, I I totally agree with that because I I've had a ladder incident and now I'm just I'm like ladders are just I I get on ladders and I do what I need to do and I'm shaking the whole time. So I totally understand that. Yes, and the dismount is worth the pay per view whenever I'm trying to get off of that thing. <laughs> I'm like a gymnast in the Olympics trying to get off my roof because my ladder is too short to actually yeah. go up above the roof. So I have to... I'm sure that's just insane. It is. I have to stand on the very top of the ladder. Oh, my God. And then jump up to the roof to get on it. And if you have to jump from the top of it, Cliff, yeah. up to the roof, yeah. you can imagine the dismount when you have to kind of like drop on to the top of the ladder 
without it falling over to one side. Oh, no. <laughs> is that pay-per-view gold or not right there? Yeah, it, it totally is, yeah. I think it totally, is, too. People would pay to see that happen. Yes, like especially that. the falling. Yeah. Well, Cliff, we got a voice message that uh, mm-hmm. I really don't know what this is even implying or talking about, to be honest with okay. you. Okay, okay, sure. Morning, Wheaton Cliff. Nick from Otwell checking in. Guys, after Tuesday's show, I kind of felt bad, and I went home Tuesday night and thought about it. Well, all day yesterday, I decided to do a self-help course on uh, sensitivity training. Uh, actually, I watched SpongeBob SquarePants all day long. Well, I got to realizing after watching that all day that I shouldn't pick on people that like to wear high heels or wear a skirt. Guys from Petersburg that have no name. So, <laughs> and I also shouldn't pick on people that have short arms or big heads either. So I guess what I'm asking is, will you guys be the Patrick to my SpongeBob? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so you, what you're saying is you've you've never seen an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants? Never. I have no it's idea. Like, it's like the fourth longest running animated show in history. It's been on since 1989. <laughs> I can't even remember his name half the time when or, somebody oh, brings it oh. up. I'm sorry, 1996, SpongeBob SquarePants. So perhaps I should just explain what the characters are and Spo- just briefly, and that way you'll you'll help. It'll help you make a decision whether you want to be the Patrick Star to his SpongeBob SquarePants. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so uh, SpongeBob has a childlike enthusiasm for life that carries over to his job as a fry cook at a place called the Krusty Krab. His best friend is named Patrick Starr. That's the Patrick he's talking about. Patrick is a dim-witted yet friendly pink starfish who resides under a rock. And despite his mental setbacks, Patrick sees himself as intelligent. Does that sound like someone you want to be? I think I am that. (laughs) I think I am that. (laughs) What was that description again of him? Uh, some, despite his mental setbacks, he sees himself as intelligent. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> and real quickly, Cliff. Yes. I'm sure the gentleman in Petersburg actually has a name. We're Let's still quit calling we're him still, no name. <laughs> we're just trying to get it. That's all. <laughs> and during the news at nine o'clock from the AP Cliff, we got, a, yes. we got a message. Okay. Here he is. Top of the morning to you. Just heard my name there on your little game show. Uh, you know, they say in Ireland, uh, you don't really know a man till you walk a mile in his kilt. But if you were to walk a mile in my kilt, uh, then Cliff, you'd be like a mile away and you'd be having my kilt. And I'd be standing there uh, with nothing on. I don't want to see that, Cliff. I don't no. want to even picture that. <laughs> I don't even oh, well, want to picture that. I, I, think, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say, no one wants to picture that. I don't even want to picture you in a kilt. That <laughs> oh, just... come on now. It wouldn't be that bad. No. <laughs> you think you can pull off the kilt look? I, I probably could, yeah. Do you have the physique for the kilt look? Is that what I'm I have, asking? Do I have a physique for a kilt? Yes. I mean, I've never tried to wear a kilt, so I can't say if that I would be able to wear a kilt or not, but I'm guessing. Oh, I can wear a kilt. If someone threw a kilt... <laughs> At the overlook where you're at right now, <laughs> yeah, and just okay. threw it out there, you yeah. would put on a kilt. I, I'd put it on just to see what it was like. How's that? 
So are you throwing the you throw in the challenge out? Of it. Yeah. If someone wants to drop a kilt off uh, on the uh, on the south side of the square at the Overlook Studio, I'll try it on. With a picture. And and I'll take a picture, yes. You know Phil might come to your place. <laughs> I'm aware of that, yeah. And I hope he has <laughs> other clothing with him whenever he drops <laughs> off the kilt, is all I'm saying, Cliff. <laughs> and don't take a picture of that. Oh, I... (laughs) I don't know, Cliff. Sometimes you read things and you think, that can't possibly be true, but they say it is. Scientists are telling us that the air quality, air quality inside the typical car is more polluted than the outdoor air. I don't hardly believe that. (laughs) Well, I mean, it depends upon the season, I would suppose. If it's um, summertime and you got windows down, you probably is, you know, much better than, say, when it gets really hot or really cold and you have the windows up and the AC or heat on. Does that make sense? And you're kind of rebreathing your same stuff re- over yeah, and you're, over? you're rebreathing the same. But, uh, but I will tell you one thing. Okay. The air quality inside the average car, pollution-wise, yeah. probably the worst. Right about a half hour after you pull out of the Taco Bell drive through All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The worst. <laughs> We're going to stop talking about Dolly and Taco Bell. We're going to stop. No more of that. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Cliff's selection today was amazing facts about the human body. All right. Fact number one, Cliff. I never mm-hmm. knew this. A newborn yes. child can breathe and swallow at the same time for up to seven months. I wow. always wished I could do that. <laughs> Fact number two, Cliff, 50,000 cells in your body died and were replaced by new ones as you were listening to me read that sentence. Wow. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Right-handed people Mm -hmm. live on average nine years longer than left-handed people. Sorry, Cliff. Well, I mean, we're left-handed people living in a right-handed world. Yes, you are. So it's undoubtedly going to happen that... There's some way to be tripped up being left-handed and living in a backwards world. And also, Cliff, right-handed yes. people chew most of their food on the right side of their mouth. Okay. Whereas left-handed people chew mostly on the left. Is that true for you? I don't know. I've always tried to split it up. I mean, your, your teeth are going to wear one way or the other. You might as well have them wear evenly according to what you're eating and what side of your mouth you're eating it on. So when you eat a steak, do you not have a special side that you chew on? <laughs> No. I'm a right chewer with a steak. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Now, ice cream, I chew on the left. I don't know why. And the final one, Cliff. I didn't know you had to chew ice cream. Well, I have to chew everything. (laughs) It's just a thing with me. And the final amazing fact, Cliff. Yes? About two-thirds of everyone tilts their head to the right when kissing. Okay. And I'm sitting here trying to remember, and I'm like... <laughs> I was like, when was the last time you would have exercised that? I don't think I have any muscles to go right. <laughs> but all of those facts you can take straight to the bank. Yeah, Weedon Cliff, I'll just listen to that to take it to the bank. I'm ambidextrous. Oh, whoa, 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 Cliff, can we say that on the radio? <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. we, can say that on, we can say that on the radio. Ambidextrous? Shh, not so loud. We can say what? that? <laughs> Yeah. Don't you know what that means? No. (laughs) 
that means he can use his left hand and his right hand equally. Wow. I bet yeah. that's got to be rare. Rare, rare. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I would I say not really many people can do that. Um, I bet you less than 5% of the people. I bet you it's not even that many people can do that. That's pretty impressive. Um, let's see. Wow. Probably 1% of the population, maybe, according to Google. 1% of the population is ambidextrous. That must be who's voting in our candy contest. Only the <laughs> ambidextrous folks, because no one yeah. is voting in our candy contest. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> weedandcliff.com. There's a lot of things you can do at weedandcliff.com. You can sign up to get the podcast, first off, and also click on the candy challenge right under our pretty faces and then cast your vote. It's the finals. It's the finals. You should be voting. So if you're left or right-handed, we encourage you to join in on the candy oh, contest. Yes, because all the ambidextrous folks are already there. We've got all those <laughs> votes in already. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Yes, phrases of the day start with number three. Despite his mental setbacks, he sees himself as intelligent. That would be like the first word of your biography. <laughs> Sorry. It just just popped into my head. I was thinking obituary, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number two. Honey, I'm stuck in traffic with diarrhea. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm, that was Always going to be number two. Always. That's right. And the number one morning road show phrase for today. The dismount is worth the pay-per-view. <laughs> Cliff, before yeah. we get out of here this morning, I just wanted to yes. say real quickly, I wanted to thank our amphibious friend who called in a few minutes ago and learned Am a new word for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Thank you. Ambidextrous friend. <laughs> what did I say? Amphibious. No, no, he's not. No. <laughs> he's not. He doesn't have gills <laughs> and lungs. He's ambidextrous. He can use both hands equally. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.